Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. My name is Colin Slager, along with me, Tim Allersmeyer. Tim, uh, what are we getting into today? Yeah, we have a really good episode coming up for you guys today. We recorded the interview last week uh, with Marquise Martin Hayes at the DJ Marchiavelli on Instagram. Yeah, so Marquise, he is a DJ. He's a QP manager at Direct Connect Logistics, a recent graduate of Butler University, where he actually played football. Go dogs! I actually had the opportunity to work on a, a group project with Marquise my sophomore year of college, the real business experience class, where we, it was a business class where we actually wrote out a full business plan and sold a product on campus. He was in my group for that, so I, I worked with him back in, in college for a little bit, but what we got into today, into today on this interview was something that's, that's going to blow your mind. We were uh, a lot, lot of good energy coming from this interview. Marquise talks about prospective growth, ways that he's kind of been able to invest uh, more time and knowledge into himself, especially since college, um, different ways he's been able to do that through books, uh, what motivated him to do that, and what kind of pushed him and motivated him to get into DJing and learning that. Because he, he talks extensively about the hours he's been putting in, the happiness that it brings him, and kind of his his quest to find that. Because I know we're all trying to find uh, that one thing, or you, maybe you've already found it, but we're trying to find that, that thing that, that drives you. And Marquise has definitely found that. You, you could tell from his energy. What else we get into, Slager? Yeah, we, uh, we got into a deep dive about racism. Um, he had a pretty uh, crazy awesome perspective on how he looks at things and when people refer to him in such negative words or uh, actions, but his current perspective, I think, is one that everyone and anyone can learn from. Um, it, it really blew my mind, uh, the, his, as Tim mentioned, his perspective growth. Uh, and that is something that you'll hear Marquise refer to a lot in this episode. Uh, he has learned to train himself to see things in a different way, in a more positive way, and his his attitude is everything happens for him. So, um, because of those, he changed his perspective, and because of that, now he can relay that valuable perspective and information uh, to everyone else. Uh, then we also talk about uh, he's just summited Mount Kilimanjaro. Yes, the Mount Kilimanjaro in in Africa. Um, so he he tackled quite a beast. That was just over nineteen thousand feet, I think he said, Tim. Um, and he Pretty talks, high. He, yeah, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit. He talks about not just the physical struggle, but mentally there was a section where he went off on his own. He had just a little bit more to go, and he decided to just go, and he kept going, and he kept going. He's like, I'm almost there. He's like, I came this, this far. I'm almost there. And just to hear the way that he battled uh, that that climb uh, is, is pretty pretty amazing, and that got us into some other things, uh, believing in yourself, uh, self-motivation, understanding that you can do anything and everything that you want to do. Um, so without further ado, uh, I'm going to let Dan Fusen intro us right into this unbelievable episode with Marquise Martin-Hayes. <laughs> Oh, 
So yeah, man, let's just get like a quick uh, rundown, background, uh, yeah, yeah. where you're from, what you're about, who you are, and Absolutely. start there. Um, I'm from a lot of places, I guess. I've, I've just spent a, a fair amount of chunks of time in a lot of places. So uh, originally born and raised in Lansing, Michigan, but go blue. Uh, <laughs> had to slip it in. Yeah, I had to. I actually, the funny thing is my mother was getting her master's degree when I was three, so it was my stepmother. Okay. And um, I actually lived on the campus for like mm. a year and a half. Oh, wow. And still not feeling it, still not rocking this party. <laughs> but I respect Thomism. Probably yeah. too close. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, too close, too fast, too much pressure. Yeah. Um, but I do remember hula hoop competitions at like four, so there's yeah. that. Um, then my father started uh, being a pastor, actually. Oh, wow. And so uh, he moved out to Washington, or Seattle, Washington, where uh, my godfather's uncle or godfather's brother lived, and his name was Roosevelt. And then we moved, so we stayed there, I think it was about a six-month stint, and then we moved back to Michigan, Holland, Zealand area, land of the Dutch, Tulip Festival Parade. Holland, all gorgeous area. Yeah, yeah, I know actually, Holland. Yeah. Yep, and they've got, I forgot what school that is. Oh, is it Hope? Hope, Hope yeah. College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird there. I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I've heard some more things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I lived there until I was about 10, 10, 11. Then moved to Chicago. My dad and I stayed downtown for like four months or so. Uh, then we moved up north once my stepmother and my sister at the time um, all moved in with us. And then I stayed there, moved around the city, like a bunch of different areas, which is kind of cool because Chicago based on where you go could be an entirely different environment yeah, you so, can go block and it's yeah it was like dead. i was with all polish people on the north side and then i moved on the north side still and then i was with all haitian people and mm. so wow. it was just like really cool that way yeah mm-hmm. um and then butler for the most part i mean i went to high school at loyal academy and that's like winneka wilmette and might not be familiar but i don't know if i knew you went to loyal yeah, yeah. at mount carmel yeah, yeah, okay. On the south side, yeah. yeah 64th crazy. and Dante off Stone Island. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we beat you off a few times in football. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you basketball, played. too. You guys smacked us around in basketball a little bit, too. Cause uh, we, we, were, we started getting better. We were mediocre in basketball. Football was a thing, but yeah, we got, man, we started getting jacked up. But you guys yeah. got like 11 state championships, so. Yeah, and uh, in trouble for recruiting, too. But hey, you know. <laughs> I didn't See, know that. My, Ain't my no school, thing. My school wasn't even big enough to recruit like that. We weren't. Like that, oh, but. yeah, dude. The Catholic school, man. I'm like sure it's heavy. Yeah. I can't put that on record. I, I just can't. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I just will say I was living in the north side of Chicago and yeah. found myself commuting to yeah. Wilmette. So. Wow. And that's a hike. Yeah. It was about like hour, hour and a half to get there if you're just taking like CTA wow. and whatnot. Yeah. You'll take CTA and then you'll go to like the Pace Bus because that's the suburban uh, yeah, yeah. like line basically. And then, mm-hmm. But it was, it was cool though. That, honestly, that was, I honestly miss commuting that way. Yeah. Just because it was like, that's where all the fun stuff happened. Like, mm-hmm. you, you were clowning, you were growing up, you were 14, 15, just by yourself. I was about like, to say, a lot no of dependency. Adults, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. parents are freaking out, and as a kid, like, you just feel invincible. Top that with, like, football teams doing well. I don't know why you attribute that to your power as, yeah. like, a 16-year-old, <laughs> but you do. So you just kind of, like, hey, walk around. the like, shit because of me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not worried about the Confidence purple line. Is key, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, so I went there. That was awesome, actually. Uh, Jesuit, Catholic. That was actually my first interaction. Beautiful school. Crazy beautiful. They're actually getting a new pool, like a Olympic pool. I don't know. How old is their other one? Like 10 years old now? No, no, no. That, actually, no. the other one had been around for a while. Yeah. It, it really I know was. they did have some older buildings, but I remember when we'd go there to play ball, I'm like, 
Man, this shit is Yeah, nice. that gym that you guys were playing ball in, that gym wasn't oh. anywhere but five, ten years old, I believe, at the time. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. they'd done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for them, though. Yeah, no. I love the school. I I haven't yeah. gone back as much as I want to, yeah. but definitely still, like, talk to my coaches. Like, we just had a uh, – our coach Holosek era is what it is, and he's been the head coach – 12, 13 years, I would say. And before him, um, there was another coach, and I don't know why his name is skipping me. I'll go back to it when I remember. Yeah. Um, but he was, like, the legendary coach prior to Coach Holosek, and, we like, they had a whole, like, reunion mm. uh, just because they had won the state championship this past year. Oh, that's cool. And, like, sent him a text, and, you know, he sends me a joke back, and, like, it's just, like, we we hadn't yeah. talked for months, but it's, like, nothing. Which Yeah, like, picked right back up. That's awesome, exactly, man. yeah, yeah. And always having, like, those people in your corner, too. Yep, like, 100%. Uh, just that good, good connection of like, hey, keep this fire fueled. Oh yeah, with, with the right people, and it's like my uh, my guidance counselor, who also was the same guy that showed up to some of my eighth grade football games. So infer what you will. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, I just I talk about what I know from my own school. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean? and I know uh, we, we had some hands in the, in the cookie jar here and there. <laughs> There was kids coming from a lot of different places. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I don't blame them. I blame I blame the people who did it. Yeah, exactly. I, I had nothing to do with it. I was just having fun. Hey man, uh, now your fault. You good? Oh wait. <laughs> was was <laughs> retired now doing yoga, keeping the body. Keeping hey, the body nice that's and good. Soft. Good. Um, but yeah, I still talk to my guidance counselor. No, I've literally known him since he was since I was thir- thirteen. Wow. And I text him all the time. He's Jewish, so we always make a joke on Christmas. And he's always like, you missed it. And I was like, I know, but (laughs) But he's just like super cool dude. Um, And like, yeah, I can literally talk to him about anything that's going on in my life, even if I haven't spoken to him that entire year. Wow. That's all. So it's just like, those are the type of connections that they flaunted in the beginning. My mother doubted. And then it's always nice when I can go back and be like, see, my, it was worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I still got the connection. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then uh, after that, uh, you guys know the rest pretty much. It was Butler. So how'd you end up at Butler? Did you look anywhere else? Were you close to going anywhere else? Or I was, I was close to going a few places, but I don't want to give that, that old story that every high school athlete gives. Uh, But I was close to going to a few places. Um, Colgate was probably my number one choice right before Butler. Where's that at? New York. Oh, wow. Far East. Um, not Ivy League, but the tier right outside it, like okay. Patriot League or s- something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're up there still. Yeah, yeah. Way, <laughs> way. Great school. Yeah. was like the opportunity of a lifetime. They were making it crazy cheap. Uh, but then they just took the offer back literally like the day I wanted to accept it, which that's kind of on me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm, my roommate, um, and also we went to high school together. Okay. He had already committed to Butler for sure. We went on the Butler visit. It was awesome. I was favoring maybe a D2 school just because it was free and it was in Michigan. And I'm from Michigan, so I was like, I could go back home a little bit. Uh, but ultimately, Butler just, like, it's an innovative school. Like, it, you go there and you feel energy unless it's super foggy and rainy outside. Yeah, yeah. But, like, <laughs> construction. Yeah. Construction. I see yes. all these tours going by, like, and here we are. Man, what's beautiful here, man? That crane. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Wrecking ball. The crazy thing is, when we got there, and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, uh, Tim, it was so much more grass, so much more yes. like nature. Open. It's, yeah, it's a lot more open. so open. Yeah. Now I go by there and I'm like, the hell is it? It looks awesome. But we I'm, got a city going on. Yeah, it it's, looks it's like a, a mini city. It looks city. metropolitan. Yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely playing the whole in Indianapolis, like city school 
Yeah, yeah yes. which is cool. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. But I liked how it was still a traditional style campus. Like you still felt yeah. kind of especially your, when you get your to bubble, the you know. When you get to inside the buildings. Yeah. And yes, and then very much the bubble. Like socially, it still has that very mm-hmm. small school, mm-hmm. traditional liberal arts. Like all of that is still there, that I know of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so went to Butler, met you guys, met a lot of other people. It was an awesome experience. I definitely will actually say though. Being an adult, I wish I took more advantage of some of the opportunities, which I'm sure you guys could admit the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, worked a quick sales job. wasn't really for me what I was doing there. Now, uh, since then, ran a factoring company, which is basically like a small bank for trucking companies. Uh, and then also running a quick pay program for a third-party logistics company, Direct Connect Logistics, shout out, uh, here in Indianapolis. And okay. things are going super well. Good. Enjoying it. and. I'll say you like those a lot better. I do. I, I mean, I, I enjoy sales because I understand its purpose. And I'm all like I, I enjoy sales from a business development perspective. Mm-hmm. I do not enjoy sales from a sales perspective. Okay. Like some people can get obsessed with sales and like wanting to just have conversation and wanting to negotiate a deal like that's their number one goal. Me, I like the strategic part. And then when it comes to negotiate that deal, I understand the strategic part so well mm-hmm. that when you go when it's when it's time to sell it's like i'm not selling you a product i'm i'm more like honestly more selling a vision yeah. or more selling next steps right. which i love that cuz then it. having a positive mindset like a lot of people give you barriers that you've thought of and you're like nope we can get around that we can jump yeah. over that rebuttal, we can go rebuttal, under rebuttal. That. exactly yeah. and then it's a, it's just so you go to learn and then you have a conversation to close a deal yep exactly yes and then yeah you literally you go to learn what they what they don't think will work mm-hmm. You say, okay, cool, you know, I'll be back. And then you just kind of get to mastermind in your own little head of like, all right, how are we, how are we going to make this work regardless? And yeah. that is fun. Like, that's a puzzle, and that's putting the puzzle pieces together. That's, okay, you got to help me here and just working together, collaboration. That's when I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I, I, like, I like that perspective because I like what you said. You're not just selling a product. You're... You're selling the why behind it, like, exactly. well, like what's gonna kind of you, you see it as a bigger picture. Which yes, I like. yes, and that and that's that's when it's fun. Like that's that's when it's just like I don't know, possibilities are endless, uh-huh. and, and then you really feel good when you see that you overcame those said challenges, or you know they didn't think I could do it, um, mm-hmm. right? And then you know you do pull it off. That's that's when I have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I always liked how much like how quick and how good are you right off like off the top of your head like you have to be quick on your feet yes and say it's like they'll throw things you don't know what they're gonna say and you might not have in your bag of tricks oh i don't have a rebuttal for this shit what do i say it's like how good are you yeah like you got like how are your people skills and that's it. if you're good with the person you're good yeah you're fine nine times out of ten like don't script it yeah yeah definitely don't script it yeah whatever they throw you is what you catch like some people will go in like oh they're gonna throw everything and so they just throw it all at them and me like I definitely take the like I'll, I'll go I'll go last approach mm-hmm. like okay this is the vision real subtle give them some details that I think they might be freaking out about kind of back up hear what they have to say and then that's when it's like that whole time they're talking and you just let them keep talking keep throwing the questions at them mm-hmm. following them then they really and like you if ex- they just keep talking yeah. they yes like exactly it's a game of questions yes yeah. it's not even it, it actually leaves the space of like the why even at times and it's like I don't want to, I'm going to say seduction just because I read The Art of Seduction, and so I see it way past the sexual context, mm-hmm. 
but it becomes like a game of seduction. It's a, it's a flirtatious game. It's like, can I, I know you don't want to do it, or I know you're on the fence about it. Can I convince you? Like, mm-hmm. that's fun too. So I, I definitely enjoyed kind of just like the complex, subtle things that happen yeah. to actually make, you know, the obvious right. appear and, and actually like manifest itself. Yeah. yeah. And I remember in, in, in my, I did sales for a short time. Mm-hmm. It was like more uh, at the end of college, like kind of internship but it was straight knocking on doors Ooh, yeah. and it's like canvassing houses and um and uh i remember we would we would train and it's like okay yes like you talked art of seduction but art of communication yep. so inflect here not here use hands to describe this like mm. that's a full 58 percent savings and use your hands to <laughs> yes. ball it up like yes that is it and like get jacked up with it yep and it's like don't inflect here be cool here. Yes. And this is where you rise up and you just take them. Yes. And so, like, now I'm, like, I nerd out on how people talk, mm-hmm. the way they say things, when they say things. So, like, yep. I have really loved watching, like, comedy Netflix specials. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch a I watch of stand-ups yeah. just because I like to see, okay, then I'm thinking they know how much time they have on stage. Yep. They probably have some type of cue, but how do they allow if they have a, someone in the crowd or they heckle – and then they use that as fuel for the fire for on stage. They just start roasting that person in the crowd. Yep. Um, yep. Like, how do they allot time for that and then pick right back up where they left off and go right in the next thing? I watched this thing on Jerry Seinfeld. He, uh, he would tell a story from his past when he first started in New York. I think it's on Netflix. And he would, within the story, all of a sudden you come out the other end and you're laughing your ass off. It's like he was telling me something when he first started, just a nice story, nice story, and just twisted right into this perfect joke and just yep. crushed it. And I'm just like, that's one of the most amazing things I've ever gotten God on. Yeah. I mean, to piggyback off of that, because I've honestly not thought about it from that perspective on a specific stand-up. They're very close, but mm-hmm. I like watching the progression because the progression tells me what was different, what like worked and what didn't work. So it's like... Kevin Hart came out when I was in, when we were all in high school. Mm-hmm. I remember his first stand-ups. I remember it was about the family. He was telling, like, very simple stories. And he would maybe refer back to an original joke, like, once or twice. The last Kevin Hart stand-up I saw, it was just like, it, it felt like you were just, like, watching a masterpiece at work. And I can say this only because my buddy Joe Hackett, um, he was actually a comedian currently, when we lived together my second or his second semester of his fifth year uh, and it was just him and I he would talk to me about like the art of a joke he would talk to me about like the art of stand-up and how there's a real science to it Mm. and then it started giving me appreciation for people calling back jokes um, for the dull moments like you say to then set up okay inflection and inflection on this joke and boom you're gonna love it and then you know bring it right back down and then all those jokes are leading up to your number one callback joke at the like very end. And it's just so crazy when wow. you just see how people like can lead you through that. You think you're just laughing at somebody that's got a string of jokes together. But it's so much more of like, nope, I'm going to get you with this one. You're laughing at this Reel one. You don't in. even know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even know the joke that's coming. Like yeah. you're having a good time. And I'm sure that's probably why they have so much fun. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think of it from that. So point you either. like watching to see how much better they get mm-hmm. from start to now? Because you, that's I wild. feel like that's you know how that's what you know what works. Yeah, and calling back to 
what you were saying about how people communicate things. My mom was a English major or journalism, and I think English as well. So that was my stepmother. And that's where she went to Michigan State for. Mm-hmm. So she was always huge on it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So I've always Smart been our lady. Yes, I've always been huge on that and voice inflection because my father was a pastor. So at you're surrounded. Pastors by it. are like that's yeah. what you do. Like you, you know, da, 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 da. it's like they're literally singing yeah. in a way, and the next thing you know, they're the fire, and then everybody's hooked. And so I was very young. I was just always around people that were very specific on how they communicated. And so now, like, I can't even turn it off when I want to. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I feel bad because it's like how you said that made me really frustrated, even though I know you don't even understand, like, that that came off that way. Right. Because, like, I can tell they're not caring about the pattern, their speech pattern. I can, t- I can tell they're not caring about their inflection points. And I'm like, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, okay, I caught that, but, man, why didn't you, like, raise your voice a little bit? Or yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, I always catch it in my head just, like, talking about it. But, yeah. yeah. No, it's very, very key. Do you, uh, do you take things from there like from when you learn from your father like when you see these comedians on tv do you incorporate that into your own style like they use right now and like i guess how do you do that style and just like a communication yeah like anything that you can write that you've been able to put into practice yourself uh definitely i I would say i communicate it in like my actual clothing style Mm -hmm. Uh, and i would also say i definitely when i'm speaking to someone um, when I want to work with someone that's superior and I want to get my idea past them, um, even if I don't like them, uh, I definitely, and I don't want to say I'm being fake because I, I wouldn't even, I'd say it's very far from that. It's more like I'm just being very direct about where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have a a, a, a side manager that, yeah, I, you know what, I'm just giving props. I'll call him manager. Mm-hmm. I have a manager that, is very much a um, hands-on. He wants to control. He's not a micromanager, but everything has to be under his control. Gotcha. And when you step outside of his control, he feels like his power is challenged. Mm. So I'm very quick to know that if I'm stepping outside of the rules, if I know I'm about to, oh, thank you, sir. Oh, how you doing, man? What's up? Da-da-da. And I'm asking genuine things I care about. Like, I'm not asking him just stuff that, like, doesn't matter. But I'm engaging in conversation that I would normally just say, I'm just going to get my work done. And making sure that, like, anytime I'm speaking to him, he knows that he has power. And then when I'm stepping out of line, it's like, oh, yeah, dude, like, I I know I, I honestly should have came to you first about it, but I just really was felt, I felt passionate about mm-hmm. it. So I'm just, I would say almost in a way just very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think in my vulnerability, he feels that power. And I know he will. Mm-hmm. So it's like it works out perfect. So it's like I'm just super vulnerable and honest about what I want in a very... Uh, I don't want to say childish-like manner, but in a very, like, oh, like, if please, like, I'd love to. Yeah. And um, then he gets to have that feeling of, oh, he's stepping out of line, but only because I let him. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's perfect. And it's just like, all right, cool. And um, you've adapted that communication style with him because of the type of person he is. 100%. You're kind of able to read it. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, what it comes down to is, like, your relationships are, like, who you are. And you, people will say, like, you need to be this person, this person. I, I agree. I think the intent is like really where it is needs to be consistent but how you communicate it is going to vary from person to person if you have somebody that feels like they're your equal i'm not going to unless i want to um, persuade them into doing something i want i'm not going to speak to them like they have power over me Mm -hmm. if someone i know maybe has um 
acted like they're super smart, but they don't believe in themselves, because I know a lot of people like that, I'm always, like, pointing out, like, what's great in them. It's like, um, I mean, I'm sure you've, you've talked to women. We've all talked to women. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, like, in those conversations, you have to learn how to speak to her for whatever it is that you want to actually happen. Right. Whether it's, right. like, take her out on a date, your idea, whatever it may be, you've got to... Okay, if I'm gonna ask her, I can't say, "Hey, we're doing this." Like yeah. that ain't working. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I find out what they want first. Yeah. Get, get what they want, and or just find find out how they like to be communicated to. It's right. almost like a almost like a love language thing. Like mm-hmm. you can give gifts, and I would say your ego would tell you, "Oh, I'm gonna give." Like if she says, "Hey, babe, I don't like purses. Um, I'm really into shoes." Your ego could come into play. And you could be like, no, nah, I'm going to get her a purse. And I'm going to get her the best, like, I'm going to get her a Versace purse. And, you know, she might be happy with it, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not going to mean too much to her. But if you're paying attention to how you need to gift her or what's going to mean the most to her, then you save money, save time, and you just go get the shoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it, problem solved. Yeah, the problem so, so it's And like, a future fight somewhere down the road yeah. of not listening. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, I take that I'm same... I'm not saying what I'm saying. Right, yeah. So I take that same mentality because all relationships are the same when it's just like you're talking to someone else trying to negotiate trying to work with them Mm. and i just take that and i'm like okay if i know that this person needs this certain feeling to not feel disrespected when i communicate to them directly then i'm just gonna do it because it doesn't i'm i'm here to get what i need to get done Mm. i'm not here to do it how i want to do it if that makes sense yeah and i can be flexible and i think that's like yeah just be more flexible and you can get more things done honestly Yeah. yeah yeah I like that. Yeah, that's good. I like that approach. And sometimes it sucks, but it's like you you know how you've had to operate to get, yeah. get your things done, and um, it becomes fun. Yeah, it does. Cause I don't want to say it, you're not personality changing or anything, but mm-hmm. it's like okay, that worked. Yeah. Cause like you know that you wanted to say it a certain way, but you chose to do it the way that it would work, and then it worked, and then you you feel and like like man, I'm really glad I did it that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and honestly, you don't. Once you're on the other end of it and you got whatever it is you were looking for, you realize you didn't sacrifice anything. You just took the time to communicate to somebody how they wanted to be they communicated to. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, you, yeah. you change your communication style every day, Tim. Yeah. I mean, every every potential new customer you go exactly. into, you don't talk to everyone the same. Yeah, because there's people who are they're the expressive type. They just they want to talk about their family and like personal life yep. outside of work before they get into the business. Mm-hmm. You have the drivers who are like, hey, I want to get this stuff done. Tell me what I need to know. How much is it going to cost? Yeah. yeah, get right to the point. And then you got people who are analytical types. They're yeah. like, hey, like, what are the numbers telling me? And then you got like the amiable people who are like, hey, like, I'm not as confident about this. Show me how we're going to get there and kind of guide me along. Mm-hmm. I, I find those are kind of the four that I see in like my sales position. Which I that's kind of brought that to mind as you were talking because people have different communication styles and absolutely people have different frames of how they themselves view themselves yep. or how they view themselves. Um, and you just got to cater to that. And yeah, I can tell you do that pretty well. So and honestly, like when you really think about it, especially just the way you put it, like that's just being courteous. Mm-hmm. That's just being respectful. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you could go around and I love using this phrase, so I'm sorry if it doesn't work. You go around big dick in conversation all you want to. <laughs> It's only going to get you so far. You're yeah. going to create enemies. And there's just like, there's no, there's no reason to create enemies when everybody wants to feel wanted and everybody wants to make an impact. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone does. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you can make it, if you can tee it up in a way that 
makes them feel that they're having an impact makes or they legitimately are having an impact you're giving them what it is they really want in the first place they don't want to feel used they don't want to feel walked over they you know what i'm saying and right. that's when you're when you're in your own head about i'm going to communicate how i want to communicate that's exactly what you're doing when it, and, it, and that's going back to the indirect like the indirect communication when i when i'm pounding my fist we're, we're doing this I'm, I'm like forcing it down your throat versus mm-hmm. you know leaning back hey tell me you know tell me how you see it going mm-hmm. honestly sometimes you can still do exactly what it is you wanted to do yeah but they wanted to be heard first so right. it's just like yeah people want empowerment too yeah exactly they want to feel empowered they want to feel important yeah yeah 100 percent. i love that so back to doing what you want to do Marquise, you've told me a little about a little bit about uh, you doing some stuff on the side, getting yeah. out on your own. Uh, you're DJing now, absolutely. And D- then the DJ Marcavelli. Yes. Okay. If you, if you want to follow me on uh, the socials, oh. on Instagram at least. Yeah, we'll put we'll put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, so we'll give that plug. How that how that come about? Um, how's that going? How you liking yeah. it? Um, I love it. Uh, it's what I've wanted to do and been scared to do for a very long time. So um, for me, the very, the true, actually feeling the confidence that I can portray is very recent. And I would say within uh, the time frame of last two years, two, three years. Quick story, or a long story less long. Um, one of time, my brother. best we friends. We have no time right. limit. Yeah, no time limit. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, Kwanye Ferrier, high school, passed away. When we were in it was my first year out of school, which was already hard because I was on a football team and almost all my teammates took a fifth year. So I felt, and I was living with two teammates that were like, they were still playing and I was just living there and going to work. Mm-hmm. I was like very, that was probably like the lowest point I've had to date. Like I felt very alone. Um, I felt like nobody understood like why I was so stressed or even cared because they didn't understand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he passes away. And he had always told me, he's like, man, um, you need to read, you need to read, you need to read. And I had never really read since a series of unfortunate events in grade school. Lemony Snicket. Classic. Yeah, yeah, but those books were <laughs> Slippery sweet. slope, bro. <laughs> those books were sweet. The Ersatz Elevator. Yes. <laughs> um, and so that actually correlated a lot academically for me. So it was like... I got through Butler, cool. I got through Butler simply because forging great relationships, taking care of business extra last minute, and when it was time to like, I had to, had to, had to, had to perform, I showed up. Mm-hmm. And so I would say some of that's luck and some of that's just, okay, you know, they worked out. It's the clutch athlete. Yeah, there you go, there you go, exactly. <laughs> um, and so a lot of that had to do with, I had a lot of confidence when it came to communicating with people, I had a lot of confidence when it came to physical activity, but I did not have a lot of confidence in brain growth development. And like I would, you know, if I didn't do well, if I semi tried and it didn't work out, I'd be like, oh, that was stupid. I'm just not going to study or not worry about it. Um, And so that was my mindset, although I was doing a lot of things and taking care of a lot of business. My boy passes away. Uh, I was like, all right, first thing I feel like I should do is like, you know, when somebody dies, it's not always, it is hard to deal with, but it's not always the worst thing in the world. Sometimes it can be one of the best gifts. It can show you so much about yourself that you never would have seen. 
um, just because you reflect on your relationship with them and maybe things that you missed out on. Mm. So for me, it was he would tell me about books and I never read them. And so I'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. And I would just talk about the concept of maybe what the book was talking about with no details, which uh, I'm not sure how much you guys do read, but I would definitely say you can know the concept, but until you read the book, you don't know the concept. You don't feel it. You don't feel the, it's not a segment called book talk on the show on our normal episodes. Yeah, we have book talk. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So perfect. And and I saw you a whole bunch of stuff. But anyways, (laughs) um, and, and so... I the first book I read was given to me by a uh, near and dear old friend of mine, and she said, uh, "You definitely need to read this book." And I like made a promise to read it by the end of the year, and I was like hell bent on trying to keep the promise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, this is perfect timing." So, it was emotional intelligence was the first book, and it was super dry. Like it was so hard to get through the first half of the book, but then the second half, when they talk about all the application. It was awesome. It was like, oh, sweet. Like, I didn't realize how much emotional intelligence played into into development of, like, a child. And, why, yeah. and like, it showed me why parents, like, why a dad is necessary. And it showed me why you shouldn't beat your kids with a belt, but instead you should take a lot of time and just talk with it through them so that they can see, oh, I can talk through things. I don't have to use force last minute. Read, I think, I ended up reading, um, I think, 15 books over the course of that year. Wow. And so I went from feeling like I couldn't finish a book to being like, give me the next book. Yeah. Um, And so obviously with a lot of that, like I'm learning so many new things and I'm feeling my brain grow because I'm retaining it. And I'm like really interested in it. Uh, And so honestly, I got a a lot of confidence from that. I had been DJing in um, college just off my phone, you know, little phone DJ, click the next song. (laughs) People would like loved it, said it was cool. Yeah. I never thought I could be a DJ. I thought I was too old to learn. You know, all those just doubts of things that when you haven't tried it and you just look at it and you're like, ah, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, fast forward to like 2018, doing a whole bunch of reading, read the book Laws of Success by Napoleon Hill, who I've also read like a bunch of books by him. He's awesome. And took notes through it, finished it and felt like I was the only one holding myself back. Like I I could look back at my books. I could see that I could do things intellectually. I could see that like there was room for growth and I was capable of it. Buy a DJ controller, I'm trying to learn on my own, can't really do much, it's hard, no lie. I take a break, of course. Just, I mean, the controller's like $500, so it's just like sitting on my desk and I'm like, yo, you really just wasted $500? Like, (laughs) you're really just gonna settle with that, huh? Uh, So I just, then I bought speakers, like the necessary last things that I needed and um, honestly, just hit up one of my old bosses, and we had just like a cool conversation. Next day, one of the other bosses that I had worked with was a DJ. Had oh. no idea. He's like, hey, um, I heard you want a DJ. Meet me at my house next week. I was like, okay, well, I got to do this. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. let's go. <laughs> and so um, then got private lessons from him probably like 10, 11 weeks. Wow. Learned a whole bunch, obviously. Um, and just like fell in love with it, but then also kind of fell in love with myself in a very un or non-conceited way. But in love with myself in a sense that like I have so much more room for growth and I'm extremely capable of it. And I've proven to myself books and now DJing that if I want to be able to do it, I like really can accomplish it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also a lot of that had to do with a very big skip that I had, but DCL funding, running a company, 
having to deal with this will not handle like sometimes you look at things and you're like okay somebody else will take care of it but like legit when you're the only one working like it's it, and i tested it like i test a lot of things and i like kind of keep record of it i think it'll go by like a week and i'm like dang like nobody else did it and it's <laughs> funny because it's like i know i'm the only one yeah. but in my head i'm like no nah, somebody else will do it don't even worry about it um you saw that mindset really play out for real exactly yeah. and like i got to really see it like happening and so i was like okay cool i'm going to just take responsibility for things mm -hmm. laws of success i'm reading that book i'm really just going to say if i don't get something done it's not because of anybody else it's because of me 100 percent, and it's because of me because i'm capable of doing it it's not because of me because it didn't get done it's because of me because i'm capable of getting it or because i am capable of getting it done mm -hmm. and so um after that i'm djing he's like hey you got to do shows that's nerve-wracking. Um, and then my buddy, uh, Jeremy Stevens, who runs Disturbing Comfort, he oh, was so having... I really a, like that hat. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Because I like Disturbing Comfort. Butler grad, you know, support. No way. I'll, I'll get you guys the link. Yeah, he has an entire, really, like, online I just, fitness training. I like the message alone. Just, yeah. like, disturb the comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I he's, like that. he's got lots of success, so I'm not even going to have to talk for him. I just say visit the page. He definitely is doing yeah. his thing, especially here in Indianapolis, which is super cool. Um, because he was actually another inspiration of seeing a guy choose a route that a lot of people disagreed with and then overcame it all, found himself because he did what he wanted to do and now is, I think, like one of four or five business owners in his football class. And the other one is like a wealth management owner. And me, knowing how, like that running a business by itself, like regardless of the context, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so once I saw that he was doing it, like I had so much respect for him. We talked a lot. I talked a lot about the things I was reading. He had a pop-up shop. He was like, hey, I'd love for you to DJ for it. It was a super calm environment. A lot of kids, moms checking out his clothes. That was my first show. He's like, yo, I want to call you back for a second one. Got that second show. And that was like a week after. Mm -hmm. Then a girl came to visit, holidays, all this stuff. And then recently just did a, a show with my buddy that was doing, uh, Joe Hackett, that does stand-up comedy. He hosted an improv night at his house. and That's cool. It was, yeah, it was actually super cool. Oh, man. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. No, and, and when he has another Keys, one, I'll let you guys know. We need know. to hang out with you more often, I'm, man. You're doing I'm the trying fun to do shit. fun stuff, yeah. man. I'm trying to, I'm like trying to keep yeah. it light and fun. Shit. Yeah, it was about two or three hours long, too. And, like, we ended at, like, 3 a.m., and people stayed that long. Do you have your next gig lined up? I do not. Okay. Currently, I do not. Can you uh, let us know when you do? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would, I would love to see that. Yeah. 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 Malcolm, actually, he's doing um, some marketing for Revel here in Indy. Okay. And I'm actually submitting a mixtape to him this Sunday. So oh, wow. Saturday I'm going to be playing around with a whole bunch of stuff, trying new things. And then Sunday I'm going to like send over like a 30-minute mixtape of just a mix I do uh, nice. to hopefully just start getting into that scene. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. And so is this, is this something you want to eventually try like full-time or still keep it? More side hustle-ish? Uh, no, eventually, eventually, it could be full-time. build full -time. your own empire around it. Right. Eventually, it could be full-time. I, I have a great business idea that we'll talk about off-air, because I legit, Fair. it's it's good enough to the point where I actually think somebody would take it. Okay. And I'm not, like, mad about it, but I ain't going to give it to them either. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, right. But I Still love from DJing. from your brain. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I love DJing. I definitely want to uh, start doing podcasts, so Selection Radio. I don't know if you guys know about him. Dude named Joe K runs it. Don't think so. No. It's um, eclectic soul, forgotten gems, lost sounds, and one other cool description of what type of music he plays. 
Um, but it's like a lot of neo soul, R and B, electronic, all wow. low tempo. Nice. Um, super cool. And so seeing him take DJing, creating a label around his DJing, touring the states, just selection radio, actually even touring the world, um, gave me that idea that like, yo, I love what you do and I think I can choose different music and do something very similar. Plus, I just, honestly, it's like a therapy session a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely could see myself, you know, trying to generate some income off of it. But at the very least, man, I would be even happy just to be able to do it and people check it out. I, yeah. I just really love mixing music, really love just the feeling of it. Yeah. Honestly. And That's at the cool, end of the day, man. you're bringing enjoyment to the people that are there at whatever event you're DJing at. Like, it, it adds to the full experience. It's, so. it's like super cool when you can... When you're thinking about a mix in your head, like today I thought about, I was listening to Westbrook by uh, J.I.D. And ASAP Ferg does this like crazy buildup and then it drops and it's like, dum, da, da, dum, da, da. it's super cool. Mm -hmm. But like, I want to be able to do things where it's like I take an ASAP Ferg song that everybody knows. And then I have him, you know, fade into him doing the buildup on this song and then dropping it and then just the impact of like I feel it and then seeing other people go like oh like to me that's so cool because yeah. it's like I it's like I'm expressing to you like how I feel like yeah. what I'm maybe going through what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking about and just being able to see that that like can affect everybody in a positive way super cool mm -hmm. super awesome, fun dude. oh that's so fucking awesome yeah yeah and I can, I can see the passion in your eyes behind it too oh like, dude like I mean if I'm not reading and doing Spanish, which I'm doing a lot of right now, like that's three, two, three hours every weeknight, and yeah. then five, six hours on a weekend, and literally the same songs. Because you know you can get twenty maybe songs on a weekend, but like you're not adding that much. Then like, I will literally just do it for hours on it. That's awesome. Legs, legs will get all sore. Mm, what it takes, yeah. Man. I'm yeah. just having fun, man. You do it. You do it all at home. Yeah. Uh, honestly, right now, I do it all at home. Yeah. yeah. Just do it all bedroom. Uh, the recording I give them will be from the bedroom, but eventually, um, I probably will want to maybe do some studio mastering. I know one of my buddies, he just bought a house. He has like a studio. So okay. as it gets to the more podcast feel, which I definitely want to get something going by the end of the summer, if not the beginning of the summer, mm -hmm. as yeah. far as like having mixes on all new music every two weeks, uh, I definitely will see, you know, probably try to get some studio time, make it crystal clear. Nice. Yeah, man. Have fun with it. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. And yeah. do you... The, the dude who gave you the lessons, do you still keep in contact with him? Like, does he still give you lessons right now? Absol absolutely. So he doesn't. That relationship look like? Yeah, so he doesn't give me lessons anymore right now because he's like, I've kind of taught you everything that I know. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if you want to come in on Saturdays and do like scratch sessions, because that's the next like big thing for me is like okay. not learning how to scratch, but being good at it. Um, so is that kind of like freestyle with. Um, um, is or that or is the, that. Well, it's just the yeah. oh yeah I didn't know if it was like you just you guys go all improv on it yes or... that is improv okay. 100% okay. and it's a lot harder than it sounds like I'm I honestly sure. were, I was like why don't more people like do these cool like, but once I started doing it I was like oh okay <laughs> I, I can see why like, I gotta you, make it sound good so yeah if it someone do it does four itself. scratches I'm like oh okay <laughs> that's actually still very impressive mm -hmm. versus before I was like oh come on man scratch this up you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do your thing get it done um <laughs> so yeah, so we, we stay in contact, and uh, anytime he has like an overflow of gigs, he reaches out to me. So it's like the perfect, the perfect combination. It's like I can just do what I want, try to work my connections at my own pace, 
um, which I do plan on like going to the DJ school to do uh, a second set of lessons just because I honestly want to be really good at it. Like, yeah, whether it's the best blender there is, whether it's one of the best scratchers there is, I like want to all encompass, like be able to play anything and everything and everybody be like, wow, this dude is having a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now it's just we'll communicate every now and again on new like, you know, new opportunities or, hey, I'm doing a scratch session like you want to come through. That's awesome. Which is super cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And then he's very much like a mentor kind of teacher in person. So, you know, he could be talking about mixing and hit me with a life lesson. And I'd be like, oh, thanks for both of those. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. There yeah. you yeah. go. It sounds like a really key relationship. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it definitely is. So I know you do also uh, perspective words on Instagram. Yeah. What's, what's your goal with that? Because I like that. I, I'm curious what you're trying to do with it. Honestly... The vision per, for perspective words, I actually give more credit to my partner Roger. Okay, I didn't know you had a partner with. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. So my buddy uh-huh. Roger is the. He actually approached me about it and everything. So, 2017, towards the end, he always was putting out like daily content, small things on post-it notes. I just love the aesthetics of it. Sometimes didn't agree with the message. Sometimes felt he could elaborate more. Sometimes thought he hit it spot on, but. I'm just the type of guy that, like, if I appreciate something, life's too short, I'm going to tell somebody, yo, that's tight because of X, Y, Z. We were already friends from college knowing each other. Um, I sometimes will really get in my bag of feelings or thoughts, and I'll post something on Twitter. At least that's what I was doing at the time. Uh, just to, like, challenge and mess with people's minds, especially once I started reading, just posting, like, what I took from whatever it is I read. He reached out to me. He's like, hey, man, like, I know you don't do this often, but I would love if, like, you went in with me on this idea. We meet, came up with the idea. Perspective Words was literally, like, a throwaway name. But we're like, that actually works, though. Um, and so then we just started rocking with it. Um, honestly, the I, I do know the current vision, obviously. But uh, it's really just to give people an alternative to what they're seeing. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm... I've learned that like the things you see, a lot of the indirect communication subconsciously hits you. And if you're doing it all the time, it's going to consciously hit you. Or maybe it doesn't, but you're going to start making actions that don't make sense to your conscious. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I'm like, why? We always follow something like the shade room, something like negative or something people or you're dissing people. Or we'll follow like weight room stuff because we want to be more fit or want to learn new things. And one of the areas that I experienced growth in and how awesome that was, was like perspective growth. Like my perspectives literally changing on things that I had felt a certain way about for set amount of years. Um, I enjoy the challenge of someone, like someone challenging my mind. I enjoy talking to an atheist. I love that. I still have a goal to talk to a Ku Klux Klan member at some point and like have like really good dialogue and ask him like, serious ass questions like yeah. and not be upset and like be like say the n-word say whatever you want like i really don't care i like, understand why they're thinking that yeah way. i just want you to communicate wow. however you have to but yeah. do it so i because i just want to understand right now i'm not about to go start preaching to the kkk or anything right. but i just like understanding thought and understanding people and if you're a powerful group whether it's through hate or not there's something to take away from that and like a why did you what what gave you this or how did how did somebody that because a lot of times these are uneducated people how did somebody like that like rise all the way to power to like leading people mm-hmm. it's the thing that like a lot of people are like 
Hitler was terrible, but like honestly, like also one of the craziest leaders ever. Like the dude organized everything. Obviously, all out of hate. Literal evil genius. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like I still I'm I'm getting more I'm getting better and better at it. I love separating the evil and the genius and trying to understand the genius. I love separating like the man and the music or, or all mm. these things. Like I okay. I enjoy like taking things past the initial perception. Um, it's just fun to do uh, yeah. and really just inspires me. So going to perspective words, I love giving people challenging thoughts or thinking about the exact same thing uh, a different way. Because uh, oftentimes that can change your whole reality. You know, you can talk about school, but if you hate school because you have one perception of it, one person leaves school, gets nothing from it. Other person leaves school, works at Google. I don't know. Like, you know, gets so much from it, is enriched, is uh, just is overall more happy because they're, they understand what they're doing. So perspective words is that every day, hey, here's something to just play with your mind. Mm-hmm. Here's something to just make you think about something you always think about a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with it. My, I do, oftentimes when we have like a message that I feel like is a little like, nice i'm like nah rough that up a little bit <laughs> be a yeah. little more honest yeah be a little make more a, honest make yeah. Thought-provoking. Yeah. yeah tell somebody they're irresponsible indirectly by saying you know um you're the you know you're the reason why like maybe something hasn't gone through like mm-hmm. consider that uh and i think even in just the practice of thinking about something differently you begin to act i have no clue if there's science behind this you begin to activate different parts of your brain you begin to see the puzzle and see that oh this could be a lot of different things it doesn't have to be just this said thing like i have fun with my life every day especially now that i'm like doing all my writing in the morning and goal crushing through the day i'm having a good time bad things happen or i don't like to say bad things happen i think everything happens for you things that are tough happen i experience things i don't like often and then i use those as triggers to then go, okay, I need to look at it this way, or I can look at this differently, or how can this be fun? Mm-hmm. Um, so perspective words is just an account that is not, it's not, it's not rule. Uh, it's not even necessarily 100% guidance. It's more like, here's a fun mental practice for you. Here's how to look at something differently. And oftentimes it is going to be motivating because at the end of the day, nobody wants something that's like, messing with their mind and is negative so it's like i like to mess with your mind but also let you know that there's hope and that's why i'm messing with your mind to show you that like you're looking at this in the wrong light and hurting yourself that's awesome seekers of knowledge causing thought provocation yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm gonna gonna turn on post notifications (laughs) come on man yeah no yeah i mean i once a day i read them all the time man i'm just like all right i can i can jive with this yeah and and it's, it's really it's just you look at people all day long you know, look at something that's going to do something for you. Yeah. Even if it's make you go, nah, I don't agree with that because of the, but it gives you now more life to whatever it is you agree with. Yeah. And then if you do agree with it, then it changes what you agree with. So it's just, I, I love it because I get to, it goes back to how you communicate things. Mm-hmm. I love it because I get to practice different ways of giving you the exact same information that you've known all your entire life but waking it up because I set it with a different example. Mm-hmm. Waking it up because I gave an example or I gave you a scenario where it was personal to you. Things have, people die all the time. Death is numbing until it happens to you. 
and then it wakes you the fuck up and you're sad and you're going through it but death happens all the time death is no death did not change because it got close to you like it's the same death mm-hmm. people car accident it's the same car accident that people got in fact that might have been a lighter car accident than the one that ejected so and so hundreds of hundreds of feet yeah. but all of a sudden it's like oh it's affecting you and that's what I try to do with Roger via words about changing your mindset to be more positive changing your mindset to be a doer to empower you to make you feel like you can accomplish anything or just make you think differently I love that God, that's so that's awesome. awesome yeah and I, I like just the theme of the page I like how every post is consistent and you, yeah you guys are doing a good job of it what what's Marquise I want to ask what's I guess the biggest thing that you yourself have changed perspective on either whether that's in like the past year whether that's something from college that you've changed your perspective on since then is there anything you can think of in that regard growth uh growth mindset for sure okay um and that will go into a lot of different areas um the one that like (laughs) gives people the most headache because some people can wrap their head around it some people disagree for a lot of reasons but like the one of the bigger ones that i have I don't want to say overcome, but I've the power just isn't there anymore like it used to be. It's like racism, all right? It's tough, super tough. Can be really deflating. Can really like get under your skin and put you in a dark place that you're just that's uncharacteristically it's that's not not who you are at all. Mm-hmm. And getting into a space of a understanding their viewpoint and disagreeing with it. Understanding that uh, calling me the n-word before a fight's about to break out or a disagreement that is your last arrow in a lot of cases a lot of cases if, if especially as a person I mean they're already ignorant for trying to say it but like if they're like oh you stupid da, 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 I'm like so you're out of you're out of ammo now yeah, like yeah, you have nothing you have nothing um, and so I'm not gonna give understanding so going back to understanding someone else and their viewpoint I now no longer feel threatened. I don't even feel like there's power behind it. I feel like systematically it affects people. And so there are things that need to be addressed and things that need to be changed. And I'm always for that. I'm always trying to help however I can. But on the day-to-day stuff, on the, man, I don't think I got X, Y, Z because I'm black or because X, Y, you know, this person is racist. Now I look at that as they could be racist. However, I'm not going to let that R word take me out of the game if one of you guys doesn't get a promotion as a white dude and he's being condescending you don't think oh he's racist you think oh what an asshole but i also feel like you guys would be like but is there any truth to this is there any truth to that when racism is thrown it invalidates any truth that there actually could have been yeah like yeah he could be racist but you also could need to do your resume better right he could be racist 100 percent not saying that he's not but you also could make a lot of self-improvements you could stay persistent you could fight against it you don't have to you shouldn't have to it's not fair i agree with all like i literally agree with the passion of all of those things however it just goes back to kind of what i was saying in the beginning of like i want to do what i want to do like there are people that have over and this is not putting anybody on blast because then i would go into a whole thing of being like well if you're being raised by a kid that goes back into emotional intelligence. So you wouldn't even understand necessarily where I'm coming from because you didn't have this. I was fortunate with the upbringing I had. My dad fought to have me. So I always had a male mentor. So I'm stupid lucky saying all of this. However, me being stupid lucky saying all of this doesn't make it any less true. 
there are people in times where slavery was legitimately a thing that yes they did get an opportunity it could have been a little lighter could have had a slave master that actually let him read there's always an exception truthfully a lot of times there's always something except harriet tubman there wasn't necessarily anything other than she said i'm done with this shit um but those people like they they made a way in the worst like that was the hardest time to make a way now if that happens i could i could just put them on blast on social media done. get support yeah. do do my thing I could go to another job. Again, not things that you should have to do. But like, right. if you really right. want to get it done, you could get it done. And like, understanding the whole mental growth thing and going back to, if I want to do something, I can get it done. Like, I'm learning Spanish right now. I will know a very strong amount of Spanish, if not be able to have easy conversations by the time I go to Spain at the end of the year. It's going to happen. Because like, I'm understanding like, yo, I'm, I'm the one holding myself back. And there are obstacles out there, like racism, like a lot so many different things that can keep you if you let it have absolute power mm -hmm. if you let it mean more than it should mean if you let somebody on their a last arrow on their last bullet you got a full clip you haven't done anything if you let somebody on their last bullet kill you and they didn't even hit you they just like you know grazed you and you're like oh i'm i'm done i can't do it like yo, you got a full bullet. Yeah. You got a you got a full gun, bro. Like it's a weak move. That's don't, such a don't crazy concept to think about. Don't that give way. up. Yeah. Don't. But the thing is, is you if you got to get into a different space of thinking. And again, I don't I don't say this saying that other people need to have this, or I don't say this saying that um, if you don't have it, that's on you. Because again, going back to a lot of systematic things, a lot of things that I'm able to understand, I am so fortunate. And that's why I try so hard to communicate it in so many different ways so that maybe someone else can get it from a different angle. Maybe this bullet thing helps somebody go, hey, damn right, he is on his last bullet. Or even take it to the whole self-hate thing. Like a lot of times when racist things happen like that, when anybody's hating on you, when you're getting bullied, that's self-hate. Everybody talks about the bullies, one of the more, more sad people in the schoolyard. Well, racism is bullying on a extreme scale. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know what you're going through, player, but like, I'm good. You might have said X, Y, Z about me, but I read 14 books in the last year, taught myself how to DJ, teaching myself how to do, uh, read Spanish, and um, everything is good with my family, and I'm making all the moves, and I'm running a company and doing other... So, yeah, I hear what you said, but, like, there's no validation, and I'm not about to give You're you validation. You're living, man. Yeah, I'm not going to give you validation on your last bullet. Mm -hmm. So I say growth mindset for sure is what I've learned, in an area where I've applied it, where it's given me a lot of strength and um, a lot of, uh, I think, ability to understand some things, um, would be, uh, gets one of, I think, the stronger powers that anybody of color would face, and that would be racism. Yeah, so, I like that. Uh, Keith, and we don't need to get into super specifics, but have you unfortunately had enough scenarios where you've had to train yourself to think like that? Yeah. Man, yeah, I mean, fucked. It, it, just ha it just happens, especially yeah. when you go, to, you go to private schools, you speak well, you, you present yourself well, I mean, it's just a lot of sly comments. It's people drunk at parties feeling really uncomfortable, so they'll just say something random about Obama, and you're like, yo, like, I'm at a party, and you want to bring up political shit? Yeah, I know yeah, why yeah. you're bringing it up, because you're like, yo, don't, I'm not that guy. I'm yeah. not that guy. But you're freaking out in your head. So it's like, just, and, and it takes, it even takes away me hating them. Like, yeah. dead ass. Like, if someone says something like that, like, I almost more feel sorry than hate. Like, I'm mm -hmm. like, ah. Like, Cause you, know yeah, you had to go there. dealing with something. They yeah, they're like, dealing with something that yeah. I'm not dealing with. Yeah, but it's like you just had to go there too. Yeah, and like yeah, it's like, like why? Yeah, I was like, bro, that, 
your last clip that's the one you throw you didn't do any research on me specifically to find out maybe something that would hurt my feelings um so yeah uh just a lot of going through it and just mm. seeing a lot of people that have gone through it in many different decades in many different sports um arenas um professional world i've there's countless 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 examples that tell me it's possible it being possible doesn't make it fair, cool, or any of those things. I'm gonna be clear about that. Yeah. But it lets me know it's possible. And if you've reached the area in your brain where you could, where you believe if something's possible, I can make it happen, then it's like, I got to the possible step. I got my possible, my possible examples. I feel fearless against it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Does it hurt sometimes? Yeah. yeah. But it, it's just no longer stopping. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But it's, it's shit. I'm sorry you got to deal with that, that shit. But I really hope a lot of people. I th- well, I know a lot of people who listen to this are going to be like, wow. Yeah. All right, that's, that's something different that, that I haven't heard of, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, yeah, it sucks, but he, this dude is doing it. Trying, Spanish, man. reading books. Yeah. Doing his own thing, saying, fuck it to the man. Yeah, dude, it's, <clears throat> exa- like, my biggest thing is be an example. Yeah. Like, you know, that whole, like, uh, what is it? Not one person can change the world, but if you're an example, I, it's one of the quotes. Yeah. But I've, I've 100% learned through relationships with my girl relationships with some of my best friends relationships with bosses strangers that being the example sets the example me calling you sir you might call me dude the first few times but eventually i got all these brokers that i work with we all call each other sir Mm -hmm. because it's like yo he treats me with respect i want to treat him with respect your girl or my girl there was area. There was definitely a time where I was disrespecting her, and things were not going well, like between us. I said, you know what? If I want to improve in these areas, because it was already about me improving anyway, and I want to see those changes for her, instead of preaching to her and being that annoying boyfriend that makes you feel like you're not perfect, no, I'm just gonna be the example. I'm gonna tell you that, like, I'm gonna tell you about the positive things in my day and tell you like challenges I made it through, and then I'm gonna ask you the same question. And now she's asking me that question. And friendships. I'm reading a book called Letter or Letters to Seneca. It's about stoicism. I've heard of that one. It's a beast book. Like Letters I literally am like, yeah, I'm literally yeah. like blown back every time. Like, oh, <laughs> that was so much. But he said uh, when he was talking about best friends, he said, "You teach your best friends how to trust you." And, and at first I was like, "What you mean?" But then I thought about it. And I said, "Well, if I'm acting a little shady and I'm not sharing details about things and being short." Why would somebody want to open up to me when the time comes? Yeah. Like, why? Like, and it was like, man, like, I teach people how to treat me. I teach people how to um, teach people how to believe in themselves by being an example of believing myself. I can't, I can't really preach to someone, believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself, and then not have, like, there's, they have no example. They have no reason to, to believe that that's something unless I shut the hell up, believe in myself, believe in myself, believe in myself. When they ask me, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm believing in myself. They're like, shit, I got to believe in myself. You know what I mean? Because they yeah, see yeah, it working. Yeah. Uh, Example. Yeah. That's so awesome. I just, I'm like really big on just trying to, like, that's my biggest thing is like practicing what you preach and being an example. Mm-hmm. And, and then just letting life do its own thing. Super humbled by the fact that you guys even want me on here. Mm-hmm. I will say if people listen to this and it helps and they, and they change and they get something from this, it was not because I'm teaching it right now. I would have never even made it if I was just teaching it. 
you guys were like, oh, like, he's doing his thing. And I don't mean that in a conceited way, but you were like, oh, he's doing his thing. As I noticed, you guys are doing your thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm linking up. Yeah. It's well, not because you preached. It was because Off the Dome Radio is real. When, yeah. when, when I saw your brothers, I mean, you and you and me always had good relationships yep. at school and stuff. And uh, I, I do wish, like, that we, we hung out more. That's all on that's all me, too. Cause, like, me, too. Yeah. I'm addicted to your energy right now, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm I don't feeling give a fuck you what time it yeah. is. Like, I'm addicted to this energy. And it's just, when you said, like, I knew you were kind of doing perspective words. Yep. And then you said you were DJing. I didn't know that. And you said you, you left your, your corporate sales job. Yep. And I'm like, man, so you're you're just going for it, gambling on yourself. And you're like, yeah, dude, like, fuck the man. I'm like, yo, let's talk about it. Yeah. And uh, and leading into that, there, there's one more thing I need to ask because you're doing all this awesome stuff. Thank you, thank you. But you also summited Mount Kilimanjaro this ah, year. Ah, yeah. And and you you oh, were yeah, not you I was not gonna let you get away from <laughs> us without letting the people know you also summited Mount Kilimanjaro. So I did that. Uh, not to kind of derail here, but oh, I, I do wanna I wanna hear kind of how that came about. And before I knew it, I see a video of you brushing your damn teeth <laughs> on the top of Mount, <laughs> Mount Kilimanjaro. All right, well, let me and, talk about and shout out to whoever said like. Man, don't brush so damn hard. Take it easy on your that, teeth. That was Malcolm. That was oh, Malcolm. Was yeah, he, he said, man, take it. You like show your teeth some love or something That's like that. It funny. was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I want to explain that video first because people are like, why are they brushing his teeth? Oh, I know. Yeah. I, so I <laughs> I'm trying to soak up in that, and I'm, I don't even feel attacked. But in that, I try to soak up the beauty of what I was experiencing, and it was yeah. the fact that I would wake up. And there's a freaking crazy beautiful mountain in front of me. And I'm just doing everyday wake up things. I'm just like, you know, getting ready to, to hike, like yeah. doing common things still. I'm still eating like everybody else. And, and I have this a beautiful view. So it was just like, I got to show people that like, this is absurd. Like yeah. I'm rushing. Do y'all see this? That's awesome. Do you see me doing I'm everyday up just stuff? like you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put this freaking mountain That's behind awesome, me. This dude. is crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, I loved it. Yeah, I yeah. saw it and I was like, yes, <laughs> just do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it was awesome. Seven day tour, Machami route. Zara tours is where I went through. Cause people always ask me, how did you do it? How'd you get it set up? Zara tours is what I went through. I, I went with uh cash and Foley who also graduated from Butler okay. and his buddy Nassim. Uh, who he works with, they do IT together. And um, really, they had been planning it for several years. I was watching National Geographic one day and was in my I can do anything mindset and saw Kim and Jar. I was like, well, I, I want to climb that. And then they, he was there and he's like, oh, we're planning on climbing that at the end of the year and or going into next year. And I was like, okay, I know I get some sort of money at the end of the year, like a bonus. Maybe that can tie in. I'm going to have debt for a while regardless. I don't know the next time I'll have a chance to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. And then, can I run to the bathroom real quick, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, uh, here. Take my phone because... Uh, here, I'll just, I'll just wait out there for him. Oh, okay. So it, either works. It locks me outside. Either works. Uh, all right. Everything come out all right? Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, you want to know something funny? What? <laughs> I was talking to, like, an older dude at work, and he was talking about... As you get older, uh, as a as a male, you, you might want to wait a little longer after you think you're done. And um, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude, that's crazy!" Because I've been going through some issues with that lately, where I was like, "Damn near in my pants," like, "Oh, whoa, oh, shit, cold <laughs> and, I, and I definitely thought I was done. And I was like, "Oh, 
So, Damn, bro. I, I, I thought I was the only one. No. <laughs> I've stood yeah. there for an extra minute. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Like, that's actually what I just had to do. I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, it's actually fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a patience thing, too. Get those last jobs like you just want to keep. You want to keep on going with you about your day. Because as a kid, it. that's what you... Oh, I got to pee real quick. Yeah. yeah. Done. <laughs> now it's like... Don't leave me, guys. <laughs> Seriously, I'm all, I'm almost there. <laughs> wait up! Yeah. It's like, wait, why is everything? Wait up! Like, yeah. what happened to down? Like, you know what I'm saying? hold up! It's so wait funny. up! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so relatable. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, in gold memories behind a statue, and you see the leg pop because he's getting those last minute spurts out. Bruh, he's got I the finally, asparagus going. Now that joke is so much more funny. Oh, have, yeah. you just because, not, have you just seen it recently? No, no, no. I've, I've seen it, but, like, as a kid, I was like, I mean, it's funny for visuals, right? Oh, okay. But yeah, now, yeah. having the understanding, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I get yeah. you, man. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Got the, he kicks the leg, dude. That's the best part. <laughs> he just sees kicking that leg. Yeah, man. That's that's hilarious. I'm about to watch all the awesome powers again. That's probably, so funny. It's probably going to be, like, a lot more funny now. Yeah. When we moved in our senior house in, in school, uh, that was the first series we we went through after we watched Caddyshack yeah then we watched uh, it was one Austin Powers a day cause it was like that week before welcome week mm-hmm. when everyone's just doing Hanging their out. thing yep you know quote getting my rooms ready <laughs> <laughs> go shove yes. it dude uh, that's sweet yeah so uh, man I haven't seen those in a while but yeah that's funny that, might crack that those you, open. you uh you brought that up. I'm getting older. Yeah, I've stood. I've stood. I've stood to wait. Yeah, yeah man. I've stood in my own line. Sign of maturity. All yeah. I'm gonna say is patience. Waiting, waiting is better than trickling, and, yeah. and trickling is the effect of you trying to rush. And you better hope you got a long tee on, or you got somewhere to be. That's all I got to say. Because yeah, awesome. I've definitely been like, yeah, I'm in khakis right now. Yeah. Well, what am it's I supposed to And I'm supposed to have like a tucked in shirt. I'm like, yeah, we're not going anywhere for right. a minute. Or the worst is like, you know, you got your your shorts, but then you got joggers on, and you're like going to or leaving the gym. Yes. Yes. And then you're like, and then it just keeps going. Nothing catches it. Because it's like, and it's, it's like, like your and it's just like, it's like, man, is this shit going to my sock? Damn near, like, who's seeing this all like this waterfall? And it feels damn, like yeah, a cascading damn, mountain yeah. effect of I'm just so glad I'm not piss down your leg. Nah, bro, this is it's real life. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I, yeah, yeah, no, you, I, I Tim, you know you can talk this, this to me community. about these things. Yeah. This is a community. Yeah, yeah, start a Facebook group. You can be open and with me, Tim. <laughs> Don't trickle, just wait. Yeah, that's good. That's gonna be. When we promote this, that's going to be in there something in yes. the promotion. Don't trickle. Don't trickle. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> you don't want to do it. It's a mantra I can live by. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. hilarious, man. Uh, dude, Keith, I really uh, I really appreciate you taking time to come on here. I know we're taking your, your DJ time. Nah, bro. But uh, I've been looking forward to this since. You know what? Real quick, before I go back to the mountain story, before you get into your bag, I want to say, I was even talking to you. Or maybe it was you, Tim. Maybe it was both of you. <laughs> but I remember my junior year, and I swear one of you guys brought off the dome radio like the idea of just like how cool it would be to have conversations with people up to me. And I was like, yo, that's tight as hell. Like, I definitely think that would be the coolest thing in the world, blah, blah. And this is what I mean when like, yo, everybody is an inspiration because it's like, yeah. And I'm not saying it like downplaying it like it's not cool. I'm just getting past it. Yeah, yeah climb mountains, did this stuff tight. But like, the reason why I'm able to do stuff like this is because like a Jeremy Stevens, because of you guys. It's because of uh, my buddy Malcolm making his way in marketing. It's because my dad doing his entrepreneur stuff. Like, 
again, the possibility thing, I just put myself in everybody's shoes and I say, well, like, I knew those dudes when they weren't doing it and they're doing it now. And yeah, yeah. So, like, they're not superhuman and they're not like that, you know, when you see stars as a kid, you're like, oh, they're from another universe. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, but no. We're it's, people we grew up with. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. Normal people, yeah. like, just being like, no, I just want to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to give you guys a quick shout out, man, because I remember that and I remember when I saw that it was a thing. And I don't know if I hit you up that day or maybe that week, but I was like, yo, this is, like, this is sweet. Because I just remember when it was just, I think this would be cool. Yeah. And, like, to see that it's a thing and it is badass and it is cool and, like, we appreciate you that, guys man. can take this wherever. And I was reading the uh, iTunes, like, the purpose of it and all that. Like, the, your own discovery. Yo, that is the greatest multitasking, the greatest, like, <laughs> the world is my teacher like concept ever I, I exactly. thought it was so dope yeah, yeah. we and, appreciate the love man and like part of why we even started this is to bring people like you on who have the different perspective because we want that's because people are like oh like who do you bring on your show well we literally bring everybody on because everybody has a different perspective to bring yes. that's that's the goal yep. of what we're doing like so. we are literally better after you coming on the show like oh, as yeah. people, you inspire you sure me. as a show, yeah. But like as individuals, we are better because you taught us. Mm-hmm. No, I, I appreciate that, and I, and I definitely say the same. Like seeing you guys got your own spot, I'm like, shit. You know, should I be DJing at home? Do I need to? <laughs> do I need to go somewhere? And just even just like the energy, and just again seeing the possibility in my face, being a part of it. It's just like, yes, mm-hmm. there is there is more than enough pie for all of us to make our own, eat it. And have some left over oh, for mm-hmm. our families. Yeah. For sure. So it's just like to me, I don't, I don't really see the whole competition thing. I'm like, yo, this is tight. Like, mm-hmm. I just want I just want to see you guys ball out. Yeah. Obviously, I want to ball out. Like, yeah. I just want to see people do well. Like, yeah. honestly, that's what really comes down to. Yeah, we've talked before. There's a difference. Like, some people will wait to see if you succeed, and other people's are wanting. Oh, yeah. to see you succeed. Absolutely. Like, it's just so. I mean, the same feel I get from watching J Cole rise to. The fact that he can drop a song and the whole world pays attention. Yeah. I remember when he was just like a mixtape dude, and you had to be on Dat Piff and know what Dat Piff was. Yep. And Hi like, yeah, 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 and like yeah, yeah. know the warm up and know the come up, like all that stuff. I remember when knowing, oh, who's Jay Cole? Oh, I like this song. And now it's just like the opposite. So it's like I remember I writing support... papers to the warm up. Exactly. Yes, dude. I remember. I remember there was a girl, uh, Ilsa, had a mad crush on her, and he wrote the song Dreams. And he's like, this is the girl of my dreams, as good as she seems. That got me confidence to, like, start talking to her. It didn't work out in the long run, but, like, it got me to that yeah. point. Like, motivated hold, yeah. it holds such a holds a special place in my heart, man. Yeah. So it's like, if I can support a J. Cole, yeah. why can't I support two dudes I already fuck with that mm-hmm. I, always, I already think are super cool, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make their own way? Did Especially We're cool people. Yeah, no, y'all, y'all, some, <laughs> cool, y'all some cool cats, man. No, yeah. absolutely. So, um, yeah, man, so I... I, I'm excited to see where you guys go. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. And you I, as well, it. man. And I'm gonna have to pull up my iTunes more often because you guys aren't on other stuff. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to do that more. But I do the Spotify. We're yeah, working Spotify, on. We you guys that. working on that? We're working to. on it. Yeah. We're not on like Google Play or anything yet, or anything that. Or yeah, mm-hmm. working. We should get a SoundCloud. That'd be easy. Just yo, SoundCloud. All SoundCloud. SoundCloud. That bad. Boy. Are you on SoundCloud? Uh, I am on SoundCloud. Okay. Uh, well, what's your primary that you like? Your stuff. Is your stuff out anywhere? Oh, not yet. Not out. Not out yet. Yeah. So. 
only right now, only thing I've done is done shows okay. uh, and doing a lot of practice. However, my music library is about to be kind of where I want it to. My music library has gotten deleted like five times in the last uh, seven years. Um, and I'm at the point now where I just feel comfortable, like whatever. Like I just kind of want to do it and it's fun. So it will be happening very soon, cool. especially after I get this first recorded mix out the door and work that Rebel thing. Like that'll right. start happening. That'll get sure. the ball rolling. Cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome. So um, wait, how long... From the time you started taking lessons from from the one guy, how, yeah. long, how long have you been? Do, I mean, no, no, um, I think it was beginning of October, so okay. October to now. Cool. Nice, man. And I just literally, I would say the reason why it's been so accelerated: two things. A, it's not as hard as people think, as far as like getting the basic concept. Mm. Three things then. Two, I actually had I had already bought a controller at home, so anything he taught me, I didn't have to wait till the next week to do again. I just went home and did it for hours and hours, and then that was gonna be the last part. Mm -hmm. I've like, I'm I feel perfectly comfortable bragging about how much effort I've put in because yeah. I love putting in the effort, but like I've also put in like serious hours, yeah. like of just being like, you know what, I'm just gonna keep practicing. I'm gonna keep going through these same hundred songs. Then it was five hundred songs. Then it was. All right, let's let's get a seven hour day in, and I literally just DJed for seven hours, like wow. just didn't like nonstop. Looked at my phone maybe two three times. Well, that's yeah. the difference between between good and great. And yeah. the ten thousand ten thousand hours of mastery. I was about to say yes, ten thousand. I'm actually hours. recording um, my hours. So like right now I'm at like just over a thousand hours. Wow. And so it's it's a mental track in my head to say you can be frustrated all the way up to ten thousand hours. After so, that, you're a master. Right. So to me, it's like anything, like when I'm frustrated, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. I'm not at 10,000. Like, oh, it makes sense. I'm not even there yet. So people is like, oh, I don't like your mix or, oh, okay, cool. I'm not at 10,000 yet. I'm working on it. God, that's such a good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just changed. Like, I feel so much more comfortable now because I'm like, nope, not there yet. But it's okay. I appreciate what you said. Maybe I'll try that in my next five hours. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But it doesn't, awesome. I take no offense because I don't think I'm a master. I don't think right. I'm a finished product. I won't. Until 10,000 hours. And then after that, I might start saying some fuck yous and leave me alone. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. Highly doubt it. But, yeah. but yeah, if I haven't gotten to my 10,000 hours, who am I to say your critique isn't valid? And maybe you should have yeah. said a little nicer. But, you know, life goes on. <laughs> yeah, life goes on. Yeah, life goes on. Yeah, I tell people, I was like, hey, tell us what we can do better. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. Unless you're dick. <laughs> yeah, unless you're just trying to be an asshole about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but briefly wrap, wrapping up the mountain thing, though, the one thing I want to share... Hey, it was awesome. Uh, anybody can do it physically. I would just say do some Stairmaster four or five times a week. You know, give it some time. Yeah. You are climbing. Get some cardio up, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it is hard to breathe. Like, ac um, the acclimatization was definitely the hardest part for me. How high up was uh, it? 19,341 feet is the... Yeah. Yeah. and a half days to get up. Two and a half days to get down. And it takes a little while to get up because they want to help you acclimate because they want you to summit. If they summit, they're they're actually it's cool learning this. They their incentives is how many of their group summited. If not all the so they get paid so they get paid from us, but then Zara Tours pays them based on if the people in the group summited. Oh, and wow. the reviews of the people in the group. So it's like you get bonuses if everybody summited and if not everybody did, it's not like a dock against you. You can't control somebody else, but it's like you wanna get that success rate. You want to be yeah. where the best group mm -hmm. to go with. Everybody that's worked with us has summited. Sort yeah. Of thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, so it's not, it's not something where like physically it holds you back. I would say it's mental. It was like the coolest vacation because 
I got to get away from everything and remember how to set goals. I got to get away from everything and remember what my demons sound like and that they're still the same exact ones that they were and they're always going to be the same exact ones and I just had an old school fashion wrestle with them. Like, if that's how you want to put it. Like, I didn't have the distractions of, oh, it's in a different dress. It got me this time. Because, you know, sometimes you're going to get tripped up on stuff and uh, it's still your fault. Like, you, you shouldn't have got tripped up. But, like, don't kill yourself over it. Like, yeah. it, the devil dressed up differently. Got you. Yeah. Best thing you can do is record that. Don't let it get you again. But this was like, I went to, like, the root of the demons. Like, why? Like, and when I say root of the demons, it's going to be funny because I'm going to explain it. I say my demons are this negative attitude like negative mindset and that actually goes into napoleon hill book called outwitting the devil the devil being the negative the god being the positive whole crazy dope book um but wrestling my demons which were i don't want to do this it's cold i'm tired why am i doing this are we even going to make it like just basic it ain't anything complicated um and fighting those and fighting those for seven hours in the dark on summit day uh, before you get to the 6.45 a.m. sunrise at the peak, fighting those for seven hours drove me to absolute tears when I hit Stella Point, which is the point under Arohu Point, which is actually the 19341. Um, and it was so interesting because I did not expect to, like, I was just happy to be there. Like, when I got to that point, like when I got to the peak, I was just happy. Yeah. Nowhere in my head did I say tears are about to come next. Nowhere in my head did I was was I thinking and drawing the conclusion of you beat your demons old fashioned naked. Like you, I'm stronger than you. Like that's what it felt like. You know, when you're getting outwitted, or sometimes, or if it's 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 in a different dress, or you got a lot of things going on in your life, you can attribute your reaction and how you did to so many different things as excuses or as valid like oh like i really was having a tough day and then this old uh stupid stuff showed up and it got me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but there it was like no it's just me and it's just my demons and it's just the dark and it's just a few feet ahead of me and it's just breathing deep and it's just telling myself i think i can i can do it and literally that drove me to tears where my face frowned right before i was like taking pictures and stuff and i was just like yo this is most beautiful thing in the world. And then to uh, a road point's like 200 uh, meters away or something like that. It's like 200, it's like 200 meters up and then it's also like a mile away or something like that. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. We hiked as a group the whole time. After I got that like, that cry out of me, just took off on my own. Just started walking and just like, just kept my breath consistent, kept my pace consistent. And it was uh, a very beautiful 15, 20 minutes of just being so proud that I made it because I thought it was out of my control because how can I control elevation? How can I control passing out? How can I control throwing up? All things that get you sent back right away. Um, And so being able to just, it wasn't instant gratification, but being able to have the experience of setting a goal that was very hard and being able to bring it to fruition and the fruition being so beautiful and it all being in just a seven day period of me being alone other than obviously the people I was with. It was just, and people are like, was it spiritual? That was what was spiritual, Mm. was fighting my demons, being able to see goals (coughs) in seven days, getting back to remembering 
I need to set goals that are trackable. Like, I was able to walk those great distances not because we're eventually going to get to the mountain, but because this is where camp is, which is far away. This is where we were, and this is where we are. So every moment I would go, God damn, that is far away. <laughs> I'd turn back, I'd be like, wow, we really went really far. I keep going, I'm almost there. And so it was just like, really getting to see a lot of things that just take place mentally because our lives are so consumed with all these other things and so it's just always looking different so just being able to get back to like old-fashioned like setting a goal and accomplishing it fighting demons and beating them and then it being on a peak of a mountain in africa yeah that's a that's it yeah puts a metaphor into like a practical yes because i'm sure you take that's something you can take to anything you go you yeah. face now yeah and it, you're never gonna forget that it's it's like the other thing I did two years before that or a year and a half before that was jumping out of a plane. It was like, I wow. understand why people, why the motivational speeches come from jumping out of a plane. Because you don't want to do it. And when you jump and you say, I just want to have fun, I want to do what I want to do, there's a moment right before it gets super beautiful that it is the most horrific feeling I have ever, like I felt fear. like, And it wasn't, this I was still excited. I was like, "Oh, this is cool," which I attribute to talking about what it is you're gonna go on a limb mm -hmm. and do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I got this. Ooh, <laughs> it's beautiful." And then we jumped, and then all of a sudden I couldn't see the ground that I saw. And then all of a sudden I'm upside down and I'm feeling a feeling that I was told I wasn't gonna feel, and that's my stomach being in my like heart, which is like why I hate roller coasters. <laughs> and I was like, "What? They lied. They literally lied." But because, obviously, gravity doing its thing pulled me down half a second later, but it felt like five. I'm flipped over, spread arms, screaming at the top of my lungs like this is the dopest shit in the world. Wow. That is awesome. And it's like, <laughs> wow. So it's like, yeah. So from, from that, I was like, oh, shit, okay, I, I'm understanding why they choose this. And now the whole mountain thing, I'm like, okay, I get why you guys use this one. So, <laughs> yeah, to your point, yeah, it's, it's very yeah. much like being able to have that like that experience of just like it's really back to the basics about like this is how you should go about it yeah. this is how you should do it that's so cool yeah it was it was, yeah, it was sweet. you guys should definitely go I want to now a, a Yobu was my tour and so you. was uh, Endeme my tour guides right on good guys what you guys doing tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> let's do it you <laughs> know know yeah, yeah. I've done it I can do it again. <laughs> there you go yeah you can yeah yeah, uh, yeah man. ah that's so sweet Keith, anything else, man? Anything else you want to plug, roll through? Um, honestly, I could talk about anything in the world. Um, but just being um, honest, like my biggest thing that I would say that took me a really long time to, to do myself and the thing I would encourage everybody to do as quickly as they can is like just, just bet on yourself. Like you were saying earlier, like – I hate using cliche phrases, but they're cliche for a reason, which that's a cliche phrase. Um, <laughs> True but that. like, yo, like you, you literally do have one life and you're going to die and nobody knows what's going to happen afterwards. And I know a lot of people disagree with that. That's fine. Um, so it's like, just be here like now, like you're like, it goes back to like what I was saying about like work um, and, and being the only person there. Like, just like life, you're the only you there. Like, if you don't do what it is that you want to do, there are going to be people that are going to do what you want to do, and you're not even going to feel it. You won't even get to experience it. Like, you're just, 
it's so it's easy to take structure it is so easy to uh work for the man do what the man says all these things and i'm not even saying quit your jobs or anything like that i'm just saying just take some part of your life and say that this is going to be what i want it to be whether that's how you raise your family whether that's like a language you learn uh instrument you learn like take back something like take something to the grave with you that you were proud of like just do it like there's no there's no one stopping you from like like one thing there could be people stopping you from a lot of things and that could be too much adversity and you might not want to deal with that and that's perfectly cool uh, i don't consider myself any different from that person but i will say like make sure you take one thing like make sure you do like one thing a day that makes you happy we're adults without kids this is a like the world is our playground like going to Africa, like I was like, oh man, this is so dope for so many reasons. And I was like, man, like I just, I flew like across the ocean. That's like some playground shit. Like, yeah. I don't know, like that's fun. That's adult fun. Like, yeah. and I was like, it's it's just so possible if you just say I'm gonna do it and then just work from the smallest step. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I'm doing Duolingo right now. I'm gonna do that for six months and then I'm gonna do Rosetta Stone. I didn't just do Rosetta Stone. I didn't just go back into a Spanish class. Like I took baby, like be proud of your baby steps. Like that gives you momentum. Mm. Like like one baby step, it, oh, I can do it again. Mm. Or I can do something else. And the next thing you know, you have something in your life that's yours to own, to create, to do something with. If you're, if you don't want that, I, I don't know why, but there's always something you, there's always something you can do for yourself in that, in that regard. And I just highly suggest that people do that. Like mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing when I can go home and create a mix. I don't care if anybody hears it. It's beautiful that I can create it. It's a beautiful thing when I can see I'm in another higher grade in Spanish on Duolingo. Who cares? Me. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing when you can say, I wanted to read this book and I finished this book. It's just, and these these are not absurd tasks, but tasks like reading a book is what got me to jump out of a plane it's what got me to dj it's what got me to climb mount kilimanjaro so it's like literally there's there wasn't something complex that got me to this it was just picking up a book and finishing like just finishing something so like that's that's my like biggest thing is like yeah we talk about so many different perspectives because we're it's really just trying to wake up that seed in your brain that shows you how simple it could be for you, whatever it is. But that seed is super simple. And to get to whatever it is you're trying to do, that one thing or that multiple things, is also fairly simple when you take it in very small bites. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's why we're not, you guys are dope, dope as hell, but you're not superheroes. You're not out of this world for having Off The Dome Radio. Mm-hmm. I'm not out of this world for doing the things that I've done. I'm every day loving life having fun making mistakes just like everybody else but like i choose that i've learned that like i if i want to do something if i want to make something my own if i want to have an experience that it's possible and so it's like that's the most beauty i've gotten out of life is it's, it's literally yeah like it's the experience of going to kilimanjaro but it's not even kilimanjaro itself it's fighting my demon you know what i mean yeah. so it's just like it's so it's a lot more simple than i think people feel it is and so that's why they never approach it and so i just say it is simple you start small and just take one thing back mm-hmm. and then maybe you want to take more back you know and next thing you know maybe you got your own business I don't, oh, yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. well i love that man 
I found myself. I think Drop I'm, the mic. I'm on probably gonna end up. I'm <laughs> wow. probably gonna end up re-listening to this episode. Probably. Like multiple, multiple I ain't gonna times. go to sleep. I'm gonna for run sure. through every wall in my fucking for house sure. right now. Yeah, Marquise, Jeez. thank you for coming on today. Dude, no, we really appreciate you your time, me. man. Yeah, no, this was, I like, I know you guys are happy I'm here, but like I, like I said, once you guys had it, I was like, I hope they asked. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, we, we definitely want to bring you back. Hey, yeah, no, real talk. Yeah. It, if you ever just like want to hit me, I'm like, hey, dude. Can we get on the mics today? Absolutely. Just hit bro. us up, man. Yeah. Because we'll we'll have as many part twos, threes, four, whatever. And I and I got some I got some really cool people that I think you guys would love to um, to work with and 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 do off the dome with, man. Like for yeah, sure. Really please. like Jeremy Stevens, Roger, um, my guy that runs Indie Fitness Mag. Sorry, my your name's escaping me right now, but you know I love you. Oh um, my god, dude! I actually so funny. So I had a quick interaction with him because I run uh, where I work are. Mm-hmm. And I never got back to him, so I feel bad. So yeah. he's a buddy. I wasn't trying to be a dick, uh, but we get busy at the I, office, I, and I just I let it slip. But, yeah, no, I hit that up. But uh, yeah, man, that's God. Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, man, I, and I would. I mean, I don't know what your guys' vision for this is, but I would love to see Off the Dome Radio being like the heartbeat of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. We're trying, yeah. we're trying to you build an mean? empire around like this thing. Vision. Like, like it. To be, to really build. oh, somebody's up and coming. They're doing something. Boom! What it is you're doing? How did it get you? You know what I'm saying? I would love, cause I, I think you guys do a great job. I Thank think you. you guys are ambitious dudes. Like, just I think you guys are just perfect for this. <laughs> so I, appreciate I, I, it. I think that, that a lot of people feel extremely comfortable. And there's a lot of awesome things happening in indie. I mean, I'm sure as you guys know, like indie is growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's yeah. actually, like not like the. Oh, we're gonna get this new building. Like, no, like we're getting a whole new railway system, which yeah. I've seen how that connects the city, and you've seen how that connects the city and what that does. So, uh, I think you guys are perfect for it. Butler helps us out with like connections, and also mm-hmm. the yeah. the fact that people will listen to it. Butler grad can't say that that's the same everywhere else, and extremely fortunate for that. Um, so yeah, I, I would love love to just see you guys get bigger, man, and like people like almost like gatekeepers, but not gatekeepers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that would be. That'd be super dope if, obviously, if that's what you guys want to do. Oh. Hey, man, we're we're trying to grow the shit out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. like it, we we're climbing our ke- we're, our like, Kilimanjaro, right? Yeah, so and, y- and y'all killing it too. It's, you know it's, what it's a legal business, it. and we're here to build a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we're here to help people first with the business. Hundred percent. And so, like you said, man, you hope just someone listen listens to this. Our thing is, if it helps one person an episode, we keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Maybe that one person, maybe they're gonna kill themselves tomorrow. And, and that's a drastic yeah. example, but you know, yeah. we, we just want to like it's drastic, but it's super everything realistic. You talked about man, yeah. I bet there's so many people like man, it's fucking racism always like knocking me down, and it's like not to play that down. That's a right, big no. fucking issue. It's yeah. fucked yeah. that that's still a thing. But like the way that you were able to navigate and just hey, keep your clip full yeah. and use it when you need to. Yeah, yeah. Your clip is always full. Yeah, you, yeah, your clip is full when they yeah. throw that word, bro. Yeah. Like he's straight. Yeah. Keep a backup clip on you too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Shit. You know, pull it out on yeah. him. You got to. So, nah. yeah, 100%. Uh, no, man. We, like I said, we definitely learned and, and grew with you tonight. So we appreciate your insights and, and your life experiences and sharing those with us, man. Thank you, man. I, and I, like I said, man, I, yeah. I so appreciate you guys. Yeah. Anytime. You guys are, you guys are killing if the day ends and why. Yeah. You're yeah. always welcome on the show, yeah. brother. Hey, I sure. like that. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Tim, you good on this one? I'm, I'm ready to wrap this shit up. For sure. For uh, sure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, go check out Marquise, uh, DJ, Summoner, Seeker of Knowledge. Just 
wisdom provider, thought provoker. Just trying um, to be an example and having yeah. fun. Thank you for blessing your ears with this one because that's exactly what you did. Um, until next time, and Marquise, thank you again. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. <laughs>